0: So as we enter Holy Week, we're going to do something a little bit different than we've been doing in the past um, to try to present and give you a maybe a shorter uh, reflection on the events of Holy Week, starting today with Spy Wednesday, and then uh, we'll put something out for Holy Thursday, for Good Friday, and then for Easter Sunday. Mm-hmm. And not the normal length for sure. Uh, maybe 10 or 15 minutes, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. But really just something that's a little bit uh, manageable, and, but also taking into consideration the, the beautiful solemnity of this week mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and offer you something that um, might be
1: fruitful and, and prayerful for your life. So why don't we begin, everybody, um, by just a kind of just centering ourselves and uh, giving ourselves over to our Blessed Mother, who, is, as St. Luke says, um, held on to all of these things in her heart uh, and pondered them. And so as we ask her help to ponder the mysteries of what our Lord goes through this week, uh, why don't we just um, uh, put ourselves in her presence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of of grace, grace. the The Lord Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, women, and blessed is the fruit of of thy womb, womb, Jesus. Holy Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, God, pray pray for us sinners now, now in and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
0: Before we delve into the reflection on Judas, do you want to explain to people who don't know the term Spy Wednesday, what that might mean?
1: Yeah, so Spy Wednesday is uh, this is the title that has been given to this day uh, that uh, highlights the the gospel that, uh, that Judas has been plotting and scheming uh, in his heart, to uh, turn over our Lord for, for the small price of 30 pieces of silver uh, and, and the betrayal of that. Uh, but we see the, uh, the role of Judas, not the role of Judas, but Judas's uh, life is kind of put on display here throughout all of Holy Week. We see in Monday's Gospel that uh, Judas rebukes Mary for anointing our Lord's feet. Uh, with the oil and uh, he says "Well, why isn't this sold for 300 days wages and given to the poor and it wasn't because of it wasn't because that he wanted to help the poor at all Uh, he was selfish and he was looking at this for a money deal Uh, and that the intention of his heart was you know our Lord knew his intention and and put him in his place at that point then on Tuesday's gospel we we hear the the last supper account from Saint John, uh, where uh, they're all reclining at table, and uh, there Jesus has said, "One of you will betray me." And John asks him, "Who is it?" And Jesus says, "Well, the one who uh, dip, who the one whom I give the morsel after I dip it into the dish." Now he gives it to Judas, and everybody, nobody has a real clue. We know, but at that time, nobody else knew. Everybody thought that. Jesus was telling Judas, after he gives him the morsel, says, go do what you have to do quickly. And they all thought, as John describes in the gospel, that he was going to help out the poor or make a donation somewhere. So they didn't even think twice. Uh, But at that moment, John makes a point to say that Satan entered into uh, Judas at that point, and the evil intention was like manifested in his heart. And then uh, Wednesday, in today's gospel, uh, we hear from Matthew's account of the Last Supper, uh, where uh, Judas, it starts off with Judas, you know, betraying our Lord for 30 pieces of silver.
0: Judas has always been an interesting, well, maybe since college, has been an interesting figure for me, because when you, he didn't just come from a peripheral figure that was in the orbit of, of the... 12, like Jesus chose him. He chose him. And I, I think I sometimes fall into the trap of making him black and white. It's like the 11 were good and Judas was bad. Right. As if there's no subtlety, there's no nuance. There, there had to be a reason Jesus called him. It's not yeah. like Jesus, well, I got 11 out of 12 right. Right. You know, th- right. There, had to, there had to be a reason. And I think the one of the keys to it is the line you just read at that moment evil entered his heart so let's let's delve into that a little bit mm-hmm. and and put it on ourselves and where can evil enter our heart yeah. you know saint augustine talks about concupiscence and how you know the the effects of original sin that bad things look good they look palpable and and that's where the devil strikes us you mm-hmm. know when when he can make bad things look good and um augustine will go on to say and even when we do know, it's sometimes we don't have the capability of resisting it. So the first reading I think offers us a little bit into that, um, I don't know if I like this term, but the spiritual armor, I guess it works, Yeah, you know, to yeah. be able to resist the same the temptation. Spiritual
1: insight. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I like yeah.
0: insight better. Yeah. Um, I. Don't care for the, the war image, but um, from the from the reading from Isaiah, the Lord has given me a well-trained tongue that I might know how to speak to the weary, a word that will rouse them. Morning after morning, he opens my ears that I may hear.
1: You know? And I have not rebelled.
0: Yeah. 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 And that, I, you know, we were talking about this a week or two ago, I can't remember, but that, um, that constant need for prayer. We were talking about the garden. Yeah. You know, yeah the the yeah. woman caught in adultery and it starts in the garden will be in the garden on uh, on Thursday night on with Thursday Jesus. Night. But um that that attempt to to at least reach out to God um, to say to guide me and and give me the capacity to operate as you would. Uh, you know what's coming into my mind right now? You know that Merton prayer? That very famous Martin prayer. Oh, my
1: goodness, yes. you God, I, I don't, don't know, know where if, I'm
0: going. Yeah. And, and there's a line in there, and just because, and I'm, I hadn't looked this up, but I believe it says something because I had the desire to please you doesn't mean that I am. Right. But even going yeah. to prayer with that humbleness.
1: Yeah. Sam, I'm, yeah. I'm
0: giving this a shot and I don't exactly know where to go with it. Yeah. And, and, and you wonder what was going on in Judas's life. Did that stop?
1: Yeah, I I think – and we were just talking about this before we we pressed the record button here Mm – is that um, it seems that the one thing that – one of the things that Judas struggled with – I think if there were two things that we could highlight, the first is that he lacked a a strong conviction for the Word of God. You know, a strong, say, moral conviction, a a, a strong – Conviction for hearing what our Lord says and in internalizing it,
0: uh, and I would even go a step further with that. I agree with that. Even we can conjecture a, a, a moral conviction about anything. You know, oh, maybe sure. maybe someone that was swayed, uh, swayed by the wind, to use that metaphor, mm-hmm. right? Could go whatever
1: the most popular notion was. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I mean, think about like you, you and I, uh, we 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 all uh, kind of relate to Judas in some way. I, I don't. I don't, I don't think it's fair for us to say we don't display any, you know, resemblance to Judas. That's the important part. Yeah. Because, you know, the thing that, the thing that's highlighted in Judas's life here at the end is that the intentions of his heart are now coming to the surface. That everything for three years that had been hidden or at least not perceived in the present moment is then later highlighted. After it comes out, mm-hmm. uh, and and we see that, like you know, how many of us hear hear the word of God, come to mass, do Bible studies, you know, we're, we're we're trying to desire a deeper knowledge of 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 the word of God and 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 all that Christ is teaching us, and yet we still fall into moments of betrayal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's why, like I. I I love what, you know, what you had read about from the prophet Isaiah here on this Wednesday morning is that like, it says that, you know, uh, that, uh, like morning after morning, he opens my ears that I may hear like that this, this, this journey of faith, this journey for, uh, I guess you could say moral certitude, you know, to become more convicted, uh, in, in doing the right thing and, and listening to our Lord is a day by day moment by moment uh, yep. conviction of allowing us to hear not just with our ears but like with our heart mm-hmm. what our Lord is trying to communicate to us and what what is it saying to us about those secret sins or the the lack of um, you know the, the lack of conviction in our own hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, where the manipulation and and the deceit come in.
0: Along those lines, it's striking me as you were saying that, in that Jesus saw, excuse me, Judah saw everything that Jesus was doing for the three years, particularly when he exhibited mercy to others. Yeah. And we're going to talk about this. On Friday again, we talk about Good Friday and juxtapose it with Peter. So, if you're listening to both of these, you'll hear us say it again. But I think it's important, just in case you're not listening. You know, we, people don't listen to both. Is that you know where, where Judas really went wrong was not accepting God's mercy, and he of all people had seen it.
1: That's it. Yeah, that's the second one. Like the first one would be like this, you know, like really owning and 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 grabbing yeah. the words that our Lord was was saying to change and convict his heart from that deceit but also too, the second thing is accepting the mercy yeah i mean not trying he, to exact it on his own power. he was
0: probably there when jesus was talking about the prodigal son yeah and like went over his head or or he yeah. just didn't have the moral courage to say okay that's me and, and go back to him because with all the things that jesus forgave he would have forgiven that
1: i mean we, to forgive anything I mean, i mean just we just a couple of weeks ago last week mm-hmm Talked about the the woman caught in adultery. adultery yeah, mm-hmm. the, the woman at the well yeah. who had like with the seven had, husbands. The seven husbands. Yeah. So how many, how many different mm-hmm. people with, you know, a lot of baggage, yeah. were forgiven, and Judas, Judas couldn't accept it. Uh,
0: this is probably you, something you could speak to far greater than I, because of your role in the confessional. Um, but I would imagine. So many people carry with them what they believe is the unforgivable sin. That if I if I recognize what's going on in my heart right now, God will never forgive me. Right. You know. Yeah. And um. And and maybe that's what he was carrying. But but it's a it's shame. shame because and then it's a shame. But then we do it too.
1: Well, yeah, we we all do it, and and that and that is a the big temptation. Just relating Judas's example here to ourselves is mm-hmm. is allowing ourselves to like, we have to forgive ourselves. Not only uh, when we go to confession to seek the Lord's forgiveness, but then what comes with that is praying for the grace to forgive ourselves Mm -hmm. and stop looking at the past and allowing the past to define our present and future. Right. Right. Because that's, then we start to, when we do that and we continually do that, we then become more and more discouraged and fall into despair Mm -hmm. And that is the very thing that uh, our Lord, you know, uh, that's in the scriptures says that's it's, you know, it's the it's the the unforgivable sin. It's it's despair. The sin com- does not want to be forgiven. And and when we talk right. about complete despair, it's like what Judas ends up doing, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, it's 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 not taken. You know, Judas. Judas n- never took firmly the words that he had been hearing for 3 years mm-hmm. and didn't receive didn't want to receive the mercy yeah uh, all of it could have been forgiven our lord loved him just as much as he loved all the other 12 he chose mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. he didn't want to set him up for failure right he wanted to see him flourish and succeed um but judas had a choice mm-hmm. and judas didn't do it uh and so like i guess today uh, you know, and as we kind of journey forward, it's like, all right, let's, now let's, let's take Judas's life and say, okay, uh, I don't relate to him at all because I'm not the evil villain in this great story, but rather like say, well, how do I relate yep. to Judas and say, where do I have to change that in order to become, you know, uh, more deeply in rooted in, uh, solidified in my relationship with Christ and
0: to further that. And then what can I do day by day to build up the, the, the spiritual strength yes. to be able to do the right thing when the, when the moment calls, so, yeah,
1: when the moment calls, yeah. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't fall into betrayal. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, we thank you for uh, for listening, and um, we'll be praying for you, and, and please pray for us as Holy Week continues. And then tomorrow, we'll be back with uh, just a few thoughts similar to today on on uh, Holy Thursday.
1: Have a beautiful night, everybody.